Having an easy life or getting rich has never been the reason the Bible gives to follow God. This is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible in a year. How are you today? I hope you're doing well. Just a reminder, November 13th, this Saturday, is the 17th anniversary of LifeSpring Media. Today, we're going to read Job 21 and 22, and I'm calling the episode, No Charlatans. I have some comments after the reading today, and we'll also learn about what happened on this date in church history. Let's get started. Job chapter 21. Then Job answered, Listen carefully to my remarks and let that comfort you. Bear with me so I can speak by myself. And after my reply, you can mock. Are my complaints against another human? Why is my patience short? Turn to me and be appalled. Lay your hand over my mouth. If I recall it, I'm scared. Shaking seizes my body. Why do the wicked live, grow old, and even become strong? Their children are always with them, their offspring in their sight, their houses safe from dread, God's punishing stick not upon them. Their bull always breeds successfully. Their cows give birth and never miscarry. They send forth their little ones like sheep. Their infants bounce around. They raise drum and lyre, rejoice at the sound of a flute. They spend their days contentedly, go down to the grave peacefully. They say to God, Turn away from us. We take no pleasure in knowing your ways. Who is the Almighty that we should serve Him? And what can we gain if we meet Him? Look, isn't their well-being the work of their own hands? A sinner's logic is beyond me. How often does the lamp of the wicked flicker or disaster come upon them, with its fury inflicting pain on them? Let them be like straw in the wind, like dry grass stolen by a storm. God stores up His punishment for His children. Let Him destroy them so they know. Let their own eyes witness their doom. Let them drink from the Almighty's wrath. What do they care about their household after they die, when their numbered days are cut off? Will they instruct God, He who judges the most powerful? Someone dies in wonderful health, completely comfortable and well, their buckets full of milk, their bones marrow-filled and sound. Another dies in bitter spirit, never having tasted the good things. They lie together in the dust, and worms cover them. Look, I know your thoughts. Your plans harm me. You say, Where is the official's house? Where is the tent? the dwelling of the wicked. Haven't you asked travelers or paid attention to their reports? On the day of disaster, the wicked are spared. On the day of fury, they are rescued. Who can criticize their behavior to their faces? They act, and who can avenge them? They are carried to their graves. Someone keeps guard over their tombs. The soil near the desert stream bed is sweet to them. Everyone marches after them, those before them beyond counting. How empty is your comfort to me? Only deceit remains in your responses. Job chapter 22 Then Eliphaz from Teman answered, Can a human being be useful to God? Can an intelligent person bring profit? Does the Almighty delight in your innocence? Does He gain when you perfect your ways? 
Does he rebuke you for your piety, bring you in for judgment? Isn't your wickedness massive, your inquiry endless? You've taken payments from your family for no reason, stripped the naked, leaving no clothes, denied water to the thirsty, withheld bread from the starving. The powerful own land, the favored live in it. You have sent widows away empty, crushed orphans' resources. For this reason, snares surround you. Sudden dread brings panic to you or a darkness that you can't see. Rushing water will cover you. Isn't God in the heights of heaven? See how high the topmost stars are. You say, what does God know? Can he judge through thick clouds? Clouds conceal him so he can't see while he walks on heaven's rim. Will you keep the ancient way traveled by sinful persons who were snatched prematurely when a river flooded their foundations? who say to God, Turn away from us, what can the Almighty do to us? Yet He filled their houses with good things. A sinner's logic is beyond me. The righteous see and rejoice. The innocent mock them. Our enemies are certainly cut off. Fire will devour what's left of them. Get along well with God and be at peace. From this, something good will come to you. Receive instruction from His mouth. Put His words in your mind. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored, if you keep wrongdoing out of your tent. Lay your prized possession in the dust, your gold from Ophir on a rock in a desert stream bed. The Almighty will be your prized possession, silver piled up for you. Then you will take pleasure in the Almighty. Lift up your face to God. You will pray to Him and He will hear you. You will fulfill your solemn promises. If you decree something, it will stand. Light will shine on your ways. When they are humbled, you will say, Cheer up. God will rescue the lowly. He will deliver the guilty. They will be saved by your pure hands. Well, beloved, can we all agree that much of what Job's friends have said to him thus far has been less than helpful? In a nutshell, they've told him that God must have a very good reason for putting Job in the state he's in. He's obviously done something to deserve what's happened to him. He should confess his sin. Well, in chapter 22 today, some of what Eliphaz had to say to Job is actually being said by some very popular preachers today. And the message is just plain wrong, and it's destructive to the faith of some people. Eliphaz's message to Job was this, Make up with God, confess your sins, then your life will have peace. You'll get everything back that you lost. You'll be rich, and when you say something, it will come to be. You'll never have any more problems. Man, this is a terrible message because it isn't true. Having an easy life or getting rich has never been the reason the Bible gives to follow God. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. The Apostle Paul said in his letter to the Philippians, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or want. So, does what Jesus said or what Paul said line up with the teaching that Eliphaz gave or some of the preachers today? I don't think so. There are many examples of godly people in the Bible who faced difficult situations, and many scriptures that tell us that we can expect troubles, but that God will be with us through those times, not that he would deliver us from those times. When any preacher tells you that all you need is faith, faith, and more faith, and that by that faith you'll be magically healed, 
or drive a fancy car and live in the finest neighborhood, he's lying to you, to line his own pockets. And I shudder to think of how many people have turned from God because this kind of faith just doesn't work. Preachers like this look good and sound good, and there are people everywhere looking for a way out of poverty or who are sick or who just want an easy way to the top. And oftentimes these people fall for the lies of the charlatans. When you hear this kind of message, run, don't walk to the nearest exit. Find a place that teaches the entire Word of God, not a place that cherry-picks. What do you think? You can comment at lifespringmedia.com slash s12e73. That's the show notes page for this episode. Or you can send me an email at steve at lifespringmedia.com. Or you can go to comment.lifespringmedia.com and leave your comment there. The best place, though, is the show notes page for this episode, lifespringmedia.com slash s12e73. You can see if other people have commented and maybe even respond to them. Maybe get a conversation going there. Tomorrow we're going to read Isaiah 56 through 61. And by the way, we're almost through with Isaiah. Let's see, there's just one more week in the book of Isaiah. It is time for Le Boost. Well, so far the responses I've gotten from the survey at lifespringmedia.com slash survey have been really instructive for me. Thank you. I'm learning about who makes up the LifeSpring family, and that's a good thing. Have you answered the quick two-minute survey yet? Please do. The more responses I get from you, the more accurate picture I have of who the LifeSpring family is this year. I'll be closing the survey soon, so how about going over there right now while you're thinking about it? Just hit pause on your podcast player right now and take the two minutes to chime in. I'll wait for you. LifespringMedia.com slash survey. Remember, it is entirely anonymous. I'm not collecting your data. I won't be selling your data. I can't because I don't know anything about you other than what the questions ask. So go ahead, hit pause. I'll wait. Go on. All right. You back? Good. Thank you. After I close the survey, I will let you know what I have learned. On this date in church history, November 11th, 1561, Hans Tausen died. He was an advocate of the Danish Reformation and was known as the Danish Luther. He served as the Protestant bishop in Reba and translated the Pentateuch into Danish. And on this date in church history, November 11, 1620, the Mayflower Compact was signed by the 41 English separatists among the 101 passengers aboard the Mayflower. The document served as the basis for organizing the pilgrims into, quote, a civil body politic, unquote. Democratic in form, the compact comprised the first written American constitution and remained in force until 1691. As I mentioned at the top of the show, this Saturday is the 17th anniversary of LifeSpring Media. I just wanted to mention one more time that this week only, for any donation over $50, if you'll email me your address, I'll send you a signed copy of my book, Webb's Easy Bible Names Pronunciation Guide. And if you want to get in your 1717 donation or uh, any other donation that you'd like to help me celebrate the anniversary, that would be much appreciated. If you think that helping people read through the Bible in a year is a good thing, or helping you read through the Bible is a good thing, decide what that's worth to you and send some of that value back to me at support.lifespringmedia.com. Do the thoughts I share at the end of each day's reading help you understand or help you to think more about what we've read? 
Your donation will help to ensure that I can continue to bring the show to you seven days a week. So if you think the uncensored message of God's Word is valuable, I need you to support the show at support.lifespringmedia.com. I have a praise to report. Leanne is doing much better today, and she's well enough to return to work tomorrow. Yay! Thank you guys for your prayers. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we love you, and we thank you for first loving us before we even knew you. It's so good to know you're there, Lord, and that you called us to be your kids. Thank you for helping Leanne through this time and for allowing her healing to take place so quickly. She still has healing that has to happen, and Lord, I pray that that will continue as it has so far. And I pray once again for Roderick, Lord, that you would restore whatever he lost from his stroke. You only have to speak it, and it will be. Heal him, Lord, if it's your will. It's good to know that we're in your loving hands and that you have a perfect plan for each of us. I thank you, Lord, for the LifeSpring family. You brought each one here, and I'm so glad to be able to get to know some of them through email and comments. Bless each one who's listening now, Lord, and show each of us how we can walk closer to you. Give us, every day, more of a desire to know you, Lord. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Remember, you can send your prayer requests in at prayer.lifespringmedia.com. If you'd like to help with the show album art, that would be fantastic. Go to lifespringmedia.com art, see what I've done thus far, and download the assets I have there for you to get you started. And it'd be great if you'd go to reviews.lifespringmedia.com and leave a review. And please tell somebody about the show. Share it on social. Share it with your neighbor. Share it with your parents. Share it with your kids. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thank you for being here today. It's been great spending time with you. Been good to see your smiling face. My name is Steve Webb. Bye.